Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Young F.A. Holmes. So scary, won't let them bury me That's why I keep my 30, I shoot like Curry And boy, I'm getting money, I'm getting money uh-huh. Alright, welcome back to Don V Fridays, the post The post What's the word? Bi-week edition <laughs> Getting back Find, Finding our words The bi-week, the bi-week throwing us off the super, the super stress-free edition. We ain't get, so Hokies didn't lose last week, last Saturday. Hokies did not lose. Um, it's always good to get a bad week to refresh, recharge. I got, I went, I went on Saturday. I went to go see Black Adam. Oh, how was it? Was it good? I was there for the. I go to the movies for the food. <laughs> the um. The food and it the was, vibes. Yeah. I go for the food and the vibes. Honestly, um, it, it 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 was a it was a hero movie. If you seen one, you seen them all. You know, especially the, this era of hero movies where it's like, okay, he, they got to establish the hero because they ain't no more ain't no Black Adam movies prior to this that I know of. So they got to establish the history. Uh, you know, person rises up, becomes the bad guy. You know, to kill the bad guy, we all go home. Then you get a, re- a nice reveal at the end. So, yeah, it was pretty much ex- did what it was supposed to do. But that's what I did on my bad week. Drift, how you living, Chief? What you do during your bad week? I uh, I went to Cincinnati, went out on Saturday in town, uh, watched some football while I was out, watched Cincinnati play. I think they got the dub from what I remember. <laughs> Uh, and then I went to the Bengals game Sunday, so another weekend of going to games. Yeah, Bengals, Bengals tore it up. Bengals putting in that work. My 49ers uh, got whooped. Yeah, I was watching that game at the bar after the game. We went we went down to the little bars next to the stadium, and they had that game on the whole time. They yeah, just flexed. Wasn't looking – CMC play well. I didn't even see if he if he um, played or anything. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey played and he played majority in the first half. You could tell that whatever script Kyle Shanahan worked on, that's what Christian McCaffrey learned in those two days. Um, everything Christian McCaffrey learned was basically in that opening script and like the next draft. <laughs> Once gotcha. we got into the flow of the game, it was more Jeff Wilson. Um, but Christian McCaffrey looked he looked explosive. He looked good. Um he's gonna thrive in that offense. I think so. I think he's gonna thrive. People kept people saying, like, why wasn't he doing 
why I didn't get him the ball as much. It's like, bro, he got there two days ago. <laughs> he just showed up. <laughs> he got there two days prior. He played in a whole different played. time zone. <laughs> yes, in a whole different time zone. Like, I'm pretty sure they're going to increase his role week by week. But when Elijah Mitchell comes back, he don't even got to run between the tackles. So um, I think Kyle Shanahan is doing what he's supposed to do. He's Christian McCaffrey is a chess piece. And if you give Kyle Shanahan, McCaffrey, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, a healthy George Kittle, and a week to prepare, he's going to be able to do all kinds of tinkering and tankering and moving motherfuckers here and there. Yep. Nah, it's going to be beautiful. But um, it's going to take some time to get Christian up to the whole playbook. Oh, yeah. You got time, though. Long season. Plenty of time. I mean, shit. Yeah. I mean, right now the Seattle Seahawks lead our division. So it's up for grabs. It's, she's sovereign over. Exactly. Exactly. Seahawks are going to yeah. fall off anyways, anyway, you know, pretty soon. So. I don't know, bro. They were supposed to be tanking. They were... Yeah, but they're on that. They supposed to be taking. Yeah, I guess maybe Pete Carroll's got the sauce. Maybe it was him Pete instead of Carroll, Russ this whole yo. time. Pete and Pete talking shit. Pete, Pete been in his bag lately. He was on the he was in the media saying like, "Y'all thought we was some shit. Look at y'all." <laughs> oh, Pete been popping this shit. Lately. They they uh they really won that trade against against the Broncos big time. Knew what he was doing yeah, as, as of right as of right now. They, yes, as of right now, and and. Next year they got two ones, two twos, something like that mm-hmm. in the draft. Oh yeah, Pete, Pete had a plan, bro. It's looking good up there. Pete had a plan, and now they got options because let's say Gino is for real. You got a quarterback, you know. You got you, know, and and, they, and if they don't think that, they can keep Gino, take them ones and them twos and all of that, and still get C.J. Stroud or somebody. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, and they, they ain't what we like to call the catbird seat. Yeah, especially if the Broncos keep fucking around and losing. But yes, they are in what we like to call the catbird seat. Uh, the man, <laughs> the man, they 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 can lay the law right now. Yes, Shout sir. out to Pete, man. Shout out to Pete, crazy ass. Let's <laughs> show love to the patrons, our our legends, our family members, our TP five brethren. And sister, uh, shout out to Frank Legend, shout out to Joe Rogers Legend, shout out to Jake Legend, shout out to Nathan Legend, shout out to Angie Legend, shout out to Brennan Hill Legend, shout out to Susan and Matthew, shout out to Elaine Legend, shout out to Jerry Legend, shout out to Cam, happy birthday, Cam Cobb, happy birthday, happy Legend. birthday, Cam, happy birthday to Cam Cobb Legend. Live it up, bro. Shout out to Amir. Shout out to Dan Legend. Shout out to Beth Legend. Shout out to Lonnie. Shout out to Adam Legend. Shout out to Brian. Shout out to Nola. Shout out to Mitch Legend. Shout out to Avery. Shout out to Tom Legend. Shout out to Andrew Legend. Shout out to Treadmill Horse. Shout out to Corey. Shout out to I Got Diddler Legend. Shout out to Luke. Shout out to Ty. Shout out to Greg, Brandon, and Alex, all legends in their own right. Shout out to Daniel. Shout out to Nathan. Another Nathan in here. 
Shout out to Two Quickski. Shout out to Josh Young, legend. Shout out to Paul, legend. Shout out to Ben, legend. Shout out to Nick, saltwater preacher, legend. Shout out to Marquise. Shout out to Andrew. Shout out to Andrew, man. He been, he been living. I'm going to just leave it at that. Yes, shout, out to, shout out to <laughs> Valerie. If you know, you know. Shout out to Valerie, legend. Shout out to Jack. Shout out to Mary and Drew. Shout out to Kobe. And shout out to John, our lovely, legendary Patreons that keep Don V Fridays, they keep the lights on. Um, they are the sponsors of this podcast. Right on time, too. Uh, Virginia Tech was off. We have no game. We have no loss to recap. God bless. Thank you. Uh, we're going right to <laughs> get right into our week eight. Last, we're going to jump right into the nonsense. Last Thursday, last Thursday night game was UVA at Georgia Tech. In a game that was nasty, ugly, sloppy. Um, disgusting, horrific. Disgusting, all, everything, everything. And then, and then UVA comes away with the victory. Uh, Georgia Tech loses. I had Georgia Tech. I am, I'm a liar. Um, I have deceived. I have told lies. Um, I got UVA see. off that Ike pick. Shout out Ike for that one. That was huge. Appreciate yeah, yeah, it. Shout out to Ike, man. Uh, <laughs> I seen I seen the pictures of, of the of the University of Virginia players. They were celebrating with Tony uh, Elliott in the locker room, and you know when you win, you win. You should be happy. But I just seen, I seen them trying to be like, oh, they, they love Tony. The players love Tony. They're buying in. I said, listen, I seen that movie before. Yeah, yeah. Last year. That, I'm like, yeah, that week, I mean, year one, y'all trying to convince us that they like him. That's down horrific. <laughs> we was trying to do that in 2019 for Fuente. Like, you see, the players love him. Oh, the players love winning. Uh, <laughs> Whatever though, we say that we say Fuente. We bring up Fuente every show. It's crazy. Um, Hughes, the Syracuse Orange. Uh, they weren't pleased with the outcome, but they were pleased with the fact that they did cover. <laughs> uh, shout out to shout out to Hughes, man. Um, I'm the resident Clemson picker. I always go down with the Clemson ship. It seems. Yeah, uh, that was a good game though. I had, I had I had to defer. Shout out to Syracuse for keeping it close. Just respect that shit. Uh, shout out, shout out to Cuse. They had Clemson scared. They I did. Had, they, they had did. Clemson scared. Uh, Dino, man, Dino's been Dino's building a program up there. Man, Dino been coaching his ass off. Like ever since he stopped fucking with his hairline, he been coaching, man. <laughs> shout out to Dino, man. Dino been coaching, man. He left his hairline alone. Man, you know he had he he went through that 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 part of his life that every black man goes through, where they sit in a barber's chair and they let the barber talk this flash shit about, hey, man, you know we can get you back. Man, listen, black men, and I'm speaking to my brothers, that's going bald. I don't have this problem. I have a head full of locks, but uh. My brothers that's going a little bald up top, you, you getting deep in cover too. 
uh, if your hairline starts bailing and bail cover two coverage, listen, <clears> bro, <throat> just cut it off, man. Just cut it <laughs> off. Let nature take its course, bro. Let it go. You walk around here with a shoe polish hairline. You looking like Carlos Boozer at the free throw line. It's not a good look, my nigga. I'ma just say y'all to that to the shoe polish hairline niggas. It's not a good look, bro. It's not a good look. It's never been a good look. You know, stop letting the barbers gas y'all up, man. Cut it off, man. Bron, you too, bro. You don't get the shoe polish. I know you get your pubes imported in from Afghanistan or something, but let it go, bro. Let it go. Let nature run its course, man. It wasn't meant for you. Okay, you're six nine. You 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 chiseled like a Greek god. You can run. You can jump. You can look. He couldn't give you everything, man. Let it go, man. Let it go. Just give up, please. Give it up, bro. Like it is. You you done played four quarters of hoop, and your hairline is half court. Come on, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> That's nasty work, man. Hughes covers Clemson wins. By the way, <laughs> Duke in the upset of the century. Now. We both had Duke covering. <laughs> we ain't have him putting up a 40-piece. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you hate to see it, man. You hate to see it on the good old Hurricanes. Man, they gave their ass a 40-piece platter. No Polynesian sauce. Oh, man. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm so tired of Miami, bro. It's bad. Just tired. Every time and we they got up here. at home, they was at home. You see that video of the recruits too on the sidelines during that game? I did not see the video. Oh, but... there was a video going around of these recruits sit, sitting on the sideline. They were just cooked back in their chairs, all on their phones, just not even watching the game. They looked like they'd rather be anywhere else. It was terrible. So bad vibes in Miami, man. Cristobal. Uh oh. Hey, Mario Cristobal, like. Hey, listen, we could hey. give pride excuse because we don't really have the talent on the roster, but they got the fucking talent, man. They got athletes down there. Yeah, they got they got enough talent to not get whooped. And this is the second time, too. Like, mind you, Middle Tennessee State put up 48 points. Gave them almost a 50-piece platter. No ranch. It's crazy down there. <laughs> it's cr- – no, that shit is no, – Disgusting. That's crazy. That's crazy. Nasty like word. Sean Taylor didn't die for this shit. I'm like, no, nah, bro, that shit crazy. Like, I wouldn't even want my kids associated with foolishness like that. Don't get me wrong, Virginia Tech be losing. We're on a four-game losing streak. That's all well and good. But the point, the point totals are looking crazy. Yeah, we, we haven't we couldn't do it, but yeah, man. Uh, scary hours and scary hours in South Beach. Scary hours. It, it's okay to find somebody after one year, man. I know they be acting like you can't. You got to give them, let them rebuild, bro. Miami didn't have this crazy rebuild like us, like you said. Um, it was UVA and Miami was given. They had some teams to work with. Yeah, big time. Yeah, I don't it. think any Miami fans expected to win a Natty or go to the playoffs to even win a Coastal. But I think they expected to not get blown out by, like, the likes of Middle Tennessee and Duke. At home. Unbelievable. At home. Like, people pulling up people pulling up at Coral Gables talking shit. It's all bad, man. 
It's all bad. Wake Forest, Wake Forest beat the shit out of Boston College. No surprise there. We have, you know, we Sam, both have Sam Wake. Hartman. Yeah, Sam Hartman is he, he up there with Taj Boyd in them as far as ACC all tab QBs. I think Phillip Rivers is still the record holder, but who knows? It, I mean, ACC, think about the ACC is the ACC don't get its uh, due as far as putting out great quarterbacks. The Deshaun Watsons of the world, the Trevor Lawrence's, the Tyrod Taylors, the great quarterback conference. And Sam Hartman is just another uh, in that line of great quarterbacks mm-hmm. to come out of the Atlantic Coast Conference. Um, I seen that they showed that graphic where I think I don't think he passed Taj Boyd. Just shout out Taj, man. Phoebus High School, Big Seven Five Seventeens going down, but uh. They had him next to Taj Boyd, but Taj they had they had the UNC logo next to Taj Boyd, not the Clemson logo. What the fuck? Yeah, that's a big that's a big time fuck up right there. You can't be doing. That. Hey, shout out to the ACC Network, man. That's like on brand. That is on brand for the ACC Network. <laughs> shout out to them. Uh, and last but not least, uh, lie of the week, I had Pitt <laughs> over Louisville. No. No, Louisville took care of that business. Uh, Malik Cunningham is back. <laughs> Louisville so hard to call, bro. Yeah, they're all over the place, but just got feelings, man. Got feelings. That's my first undefeated week. Zero lies. I told all <laughs> truths. Zero lies. Zero lies. Five and all. Unbelievable. Uh, 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 no mustard on the jacket. I'm out here. I'm out here sniping. See, this is why. This is why those of you listening to the picks, we got the picks coming in. <laughs> this yeah. week I'll go. This week I'll go fucking one for four or some shit though. Yeah, no, no. If anybody following me, uh, let me just put out a disclaimer that when you know when I advise gambling, I'm saying use your cable money, use your cable bill money, don't use your rent money. You know, use your play play money. Don't use your real stuff. Fooling with me, messing around and be on the bookies. You you out here. Ducking smoke, you can't go to work. People leaning on your house. Use your play play money, don't use your real money. <laughs> don't be out here, don't break. Don't be doing that. Yeah, don't be, don't get hurt fooling with me. <clears throat> Week nine, <laughs> Week nine in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Got a full slate. Everybody, everybody's coming off their bad weeks. Uh, everybody's done had their bad weeks, and now it's time to get to some real deal slate, some real deal action. We're going to start. Honestly, the first game in the conference is us versus NC State, but we always like to talk about us last. Um, Notre Dame at number 16, Syracuse. Syracuse is coming off a loss, but, it was, you know, you hate to say it's, it's an encouraging loss or a moral victory, but, man, you got the – Heavyweight champion on the ropes on in on the road. Hughes did this, yeah. And Sean Tucker didn't even have the ball all game. He didn't even dominate the ball, and they still had them people on the ropes. Um, Notre Dame been having a horrible season. Um, under under first year coach, uh, what's my man name? Marcus Freeman. Marcus. Why was I about to say? Uh, <laughs> I was about to say Hamilton. Cal, I was to say Cal Hamilton. <laughs> Cal Hamilton. Yeah. He got promoted after last year. <laughs> he got promoted. 
he stopped being the safety and started coaching. Uh, Marcus, <laughs> under first year coach Marcus Freeman, they've been struggling. Um, I would have asked my brother, 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 they will fire your ass. Uh, you don't get to rebuild, sir. They will fire your ass. Believe mm-hmm. that. Better do something. Uh, the Cuse is two and a half point favorites. They're at home. It's hard to play at the dome. What you got? Ryan, Ryan with Cuse still. Got to take Cuse here. Notre Dame. Cuse. Notre Dame coming up to New York. It's Cuse for me. Uh, Notre Dame's been – they've been so up and down this season. But, honestly, um, Cuse is probably one of the best teams they've played all year. So, uh, I'm riding with Cuse. I'm going to ride with Cuse as well. Two and a half points, I think. I think yeah, I think I'm gonna roll with Q's. Notre Dame is one of those fan bases where like they probably gonna have a lot of fans there. Notre Dame just got one of those, especially in the Northeast. Uh, they got a shit ton of fans. I'm pretty sure a lot of Notre Dame fans up in upstate New York. Man, shout out to everybody up in upstate Buffalo, Rochester. Uh, Albany, I guess that's upstate. Shout out to everybody upstate, man. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure Notre Dame going to bring a nice crowd with them. But, they uh, always do. They travel super well. National fan base for sure. Nice national fan base. But I'm going to roll with Q's, man. Now, if Dino get the fucking with his hairline, give me Notre Dame. But I think Dino I think Dino done with the monkey shit. He done with the dumb shit. So give me, give me Q's. Yeah. Boston College, you know UConn got to be ass. Boston College at is on the road at UConn, and Boston College is seven and a half point favorites. It's crazy that it's only seven and a half, though. Seven and a half. Let me tell you, let me say something. Um, if you are a touchdown dog, more than a touchdown dog to Boston College, you are not good. I haven't seen one minute of a UConn game all season. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go I'm gonna go with Vegas. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just believe Vegas. <laughs> yep, yep, same. Give me BC. I'm a, I'm gonna just believe Vegas, bro. Cause that's crazy. How you at home? How you a dog at home that bad? Okay. Yeah. UConn Give also me. has one of the worst like locker room problems uh in NCAA. So they've been going through some big time issues in the program for a couple of years now. I'm surprised uh that Boston yeah. College honestly is in favor by more. So I'll take peace. I'll, I'll take Boston College my minus seven and a half. I, and I bet you Bo Davidson is part of UConn Twitter talking shit. Like, oh, okay. Sub tweeting the fans and shit like a goofy. Yeah, Bo Davidson. We know. We I listen. You know what? Maybe UConn football don't have a Twitter. Maybe UConn basketball fans, he probably talking shit to them. They don't really got to. Yeah, I'm surprised they're an FBS school for football, honestly. They just need to cut it, focus on basketball. Yeah, and you know, and UConn had a – let me tell you something. When Randy Etzel was at UConn football, they was kind of lit, man. It's some, it's some young folks. It's some young people that don't remember UConn football. UConn was kind of lit, man, back in the, like, late 2000s. Like, they was going to BCS bowl games. They went to, like, an Orange Bowl, went to, like, a Fiesta Bowl, went against – was putting dudes in the NFL consistently. Like, Aaron Hernandez almost went to UConn, people. Like, 
UConn kind of UConn was kind of lit when Randy Edsel was there, and it was all went the hell in the hand basket. Yeah, it'd be like that. I don't don't even I don't even want to get the line and see who coached UConn now. I want to say Jim Mora Jr. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, give us both Boston College because you got to be ass to be yeah. a home dog in Boston College come to town. Georgia Tech at Florida State. Florida State is 24-point favorites. Um, that is a – that's a wild – That's a wild-ass line. That's a, that's wild a wild line, line bro. Wild Florida State not that good to be getting that kind of respect. Yo, you already know where but I'm I've going been, here. I've been fucking with Georgia Tech a little bit. They, like, I don't know. Like, every, I've been – every Georgia – I think my last, like, six Georgia Tech picks been wrong. I've been on the wrong side of the Georgia Tech every time. Something, like that. <laughs> Something crazy. Like Georgia Tech is not doing what they're supposed to do for me. Uh, but I'm going to roll with Georgia Tech. I'm going to roll with Georgia Tech. Same. 24 just, is way too much. That's way too much points to get to Florida State. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that much. I can't do that shit. I can't do that shit at all. The University of Miami, the U, at UVA. Miami is two-point favorites. Both of these programs need this win in the worst way uh, <laughs> for their first-year coaches. What you got? I'm taking Miami. I just mm. it's just Miami so up and down, you know, that I got you got to buy you got to buy stock when it's super low, and right now their stock is super low, so I'm buying it. Um, they'll win this game. That's what they'll do. They'll turn around. They'll get fucked the next week, but they'll win this game. I, I, I might be, I might be mistaken, but I think Florida State plays Miami next week or something like that. So they, they both might get caught looking. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that goes. Uh, I, I think I've been on the wrong side of UVA a lot this year, but no matter. Whether I'm picking them to win or lose, I've been on the wrong side of UVA like all year, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So no matter what I pick, I'm gonna be wrong. So I'm gonna take Miami too. Because <laughs> if I'm gonna be wrong, I'm at least go out on the winning on, on the right side of history. I don't really think I've been fooling with UVA, but but being that I just picked Miami, UVA should win. Yeah. Because I just been on the wrong side of UVA all year. Uh we- it's been a while since we both picked Miami, both of us. I don't think we've done that yet this year. So that means that means UVA is for sure gonna win. Congrats, Wake, like we just helped you out. <laughs> Wake Forest at Louisville. Um shout out to the shout out, shout out to the Deeks, man. The Deeks been on the low ski, collecting their wins, doing what they gotta do. Um Louisville has they're on a bit of a little bit of a little two game win streak, something like that. Uh, yeah, and they're since that Boston College game, yeah, they kind of they kind of turned it around. Trying to turning things around. Um, I'm taking Wake. I, I'm going to be taking Wake until further notice. The uh, Wake been holding it down. They've been consistent. Just give me Wake. I'm I'm taking Louisville on this one. I'm buying. I'm I'm sticking with Louisville. They're, they've been paying me off recently. I'm liking what they're doing. Um, 
I think, you know, Wakes, Wakes really hasn't played anybody that good recently. They, they beat up on BC. They beat up on Army. Uh, they, they had that close game against FSU, and then before that was the Clemson game. So I'm just, I don't know. I think Louisville's turning it up a little bit. I'm, I'm going to take Louisville. And it's, and it's in Louisville, too. They got the home field advantage. I'll take him against the spread. Three and a half. You heard it here first. And Pitt, the Pittsburgh Panthers, at UNC. UNC is favored. Pitt has been, what's the word, floundering. They haven't been looking sharp lately. They ain't looked sharp since they played Tech. Um, it'd be like that. <laughs> um, I'm I'm taking the Tar Heels. Um, I'd have been on the wrong side of some pit situations as well, so I'm taking the Tar Heels. Oh, this is a tough one. I like this one. I'm going pit here for the sole fact that I think pick can run the ball, and I don't think North Carolina can stop them. And also, also, um, I don't think Pitt's going to lose back to back games and. UNC's been getting super lucky recently with that Duke game and that Miami game. So I'm going to go ahead and roll pit here. I got to switch it up. Switching it up, switching it up. So that's the week. That's the week nine last. And now for the ultimate week nine live Thursday, 730. Um, ESPN. I'm assuming uh, we go back to the Food Network next week when we play Georgia <laughs> Tech. But I think we get to play on ESPN. No, no streams. No, no looking on crack streams for the game. The Virginia Tech Hokies face the NC State Wolfpack. Obviously, the main uh, narrative story: Devin Leary out for the season. But that said. NC State is still 13 and a half point favorites at home. Virginia Tech is coming off their bye week where they got some much needed rest and relaxation. NC State quarterback Jack Chambers, he's a transfer from Charleston Southern. Um, expect them to run the ball a lot. They're, I don't think they're even going to try to get sneaky. I don't think they're going to try to get tricky. They are going to force Virginia Tech to stop the run. Um, they're going to make them yep. stop the run. You're going to have to stop. We're not going to try to trick you and set up things. Nothing. You're going to stop this run first, and then they're going to have to adjust. Um, that's it. Stop the run, man. The over-under in this game is 39. So I don't think Vegas is thinking we're going to score much or they're going to score much. It's going to be kind of a slow, slow game. But you think the run defense is going to actually show up? Because if it does, things might be kind of interesting. But we've also seen this run defense get torched in certain games this year. Yeah, yes. Um, It's going to be hard stopping the running quarterback. Playing... Virginia Tech has had the uh, pleasure of who was the most mobile quarterback we faced so far this year. I'm trying to uh, think. We have maybe Drake May. Drake May, and he he kind of got off. He yeah. kind of got off. Uh, Drake May isn't a 
you know, he's a dual threat. He can run the ball. But this kid we're playing is a running quarterback. He's he's going to run the ball. Um, I, I forgot. I think I seen a stat where he has like 100 rush yards in the last five quarters he's played. So we know what he's trying to do. We know what NC State is trying to do. Um, but if you break down the tail of the tape, Virginia Tech has not scored 30 points all season. Expect that streak to continue. I don't think Virginia Tech is going to be looking to put up any points. They're going to try to get out of Raleigh, steal a victory, try to win a fist fight of a game, um, take the ball out of Grant Will's hands probably, try to look to mitigate the mistakes, stop the mistakes, try to get out of there with a victory, man. Yeah. What say you? Both these teams coming off a bye. Um, I'm just curious to see what Tech looks like off a of bye with Pry. I just want to see what the adjustments are, what kind of energy we come out with. Uh, I think it's going to be cool Sam Mansour Lane, start the game, play the whole game. I'm excited to see what the defense looks like in pass coverage because uh, I think they'll do well. But I think the big problem is Virginia Tech has always struggled against running quarterbacks. And uh, this is the first big test, like you said. So how are they going to adjust? How are they going to look? What are they going to look like? I think it's going to be uh, very telling on the staff what, what the how we how we play this game. So um, there's been a lot of talk about Pry wanting to switch up the offense a little bit, get more points on the board, be a little more aggressive. So I want to see it. I want to see some improvements before I can really start to, you know, I think the one thing I've wanted to see this season that we haven't seen is, you know, we talked about this four game stretch that was going to be difficult uh, with UNC Pitt, Miami, and now this game. Um, I thought we were going to go two and two. You thought we were going to go two and two. We haven't. We've gotten kind of blown out at times. Um, we need pride to get a win to get the fan base going. Like we need that. We need that kind of big win. Like even if the rest of the season is ass and we only beat UVA, we kind of need this win. So um, at least to go into next season and have it in the bag. So I would love to see okay. us get this win because NC State is ranked. That would be great for us to have like a ranked road win. Um, so I'm, I'm. I think this is a bigger game than it's it's being looked at for that reason. Yes. Uh, before the season, before the season, most Virginia Tech fans had this game marked like this could be the biggest game of the season. And obviously, the way our season has went, we haven't held up our end in making this a big game. NC State also, you know, losing their starting quarterback and having some losses. And we have both said in the past that if we were facing like a potentially top 10 ranked NC State, I think we would be so alert. We could still, we would have felt better about the game had they been had all the expectations of the world on them. Right. Now, with their starting quarterback out, they've took some losses. They have nothing. Like, they, the, the ball is back in their court. Nobody's expecting them to do anything. So now they can play free. They can beat the shit out of us. <laughs> That's the worst place to be when you're playing NC State is when they're, when they're just kind of chilling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you want them when they're – Ranked top 10 at home with all the hype. That's that's where you want them. But 
coming off a loss, coming off a bye week, it's going to be tough. I, but I, I really think um, this win could go a really long way for prize staff uh, in recruiting too. So you get a night game, a yeah. Thursday night game, high school kids are going to be watching. Like it would go a long way. So I think it's got a lot on the slate. We just had Fahim Delane. I think that's how you say his name. I might have said it mm-hmm. wrong. Uh, come visit who's Bansor Delane's younger brother. Uh, so yes. man, we got we got to we got to start putting it together on the field. Uh, got to start putting teams together on the field. Yeah, you got man. Dante Lovett, Dante Lovett out here tweeting who who offered him. Pitt Pitt a hey, Pitt looked at us and now they trying to spend. They trying to spin. They trying to slide on us. They thinking we look. They thinking we sweet. They thinking we look weak. And they first of all Pitt. First of all, Pitt, y'all not in a position to try to slide on any of our recruits, bro. Like, y'all not that high. Yeah, y'all beat us, but you don't do that after a loss. You don't try to flip us after no loss, man. Get out of here. Uh, right. but, flip season, but flip season approaches as the early signing day. It's almost November, y'all. Early signing day is creeping up. Um, Last time I checked, I think the, the Hokies have like the 41st. Rank class, some mid ass shit. Um, our friend Ox VT, shout out to Ox, man. I know Ox, Ox gets a lot of hate on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Ox, Ox gets a lot of hate on this podcast. Ox put out a chart <laughs> and it's just raw data um, of the top. It might not even be 50 it like, kids. It's it like 40 in Virginia. 40 you know kids about, in yeah. Virginia. And um, nobody in the top 20 is going to Virginia Tech. <laughs> yeah. We have like a massive slew of kids from, what is it, like uh, 22 like to 40 yeah. to like 22 to like yeah. 35 or something. Yeah, 20, 22 and up. Yeah, 22 to like 35. Yeah. And it kind of sparked the conversation in my mentions that, I really don't be trying to have. I, I kind of, I just said probably needs to let his nuts hang. He needs to step on some shit next year. I didn't say he needs to land the top 10, all of them. I just said he needs to let his nuts hang a little bit. Like we knew it was going to be a struggle um, yep. the first the first season. And people was like, well, he recruited the top whatever players to Penn State. I don't care. Yeah, but you're, sell- you're selling a different product, man. Like, I don't care what he did for Penn State. It's easier to recruit, recruit yes. to Penn State than Virginia Tech at this moment. It's easier to do that. We need him to to bring those kids to Virginia Tech. Um, obviously, he he don't have the same uh, finances at his disposal. He don't have the same clout that Penn State has at his disposal. We just saying that he needs to get a little bit more in the top 20 done. Our friend, a person I respect a lot, Dwight Vick, was saying that, you know, the rankings can be flawed. Not not the rankings can be flawed, but, you know, not to put too much faith into the two four sevens and the rivals. And of course not. But perception is reality. And... You gotta land these kids, man. No matter how, okay, yeah. You look at you look at the top, whatever. Yes, there's gonna be busts in every class. There's gonna be gems in every class, but your recruiting philosophy cannot be. We found thirty gems 
<laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> give me KV to hit. Yeah, okay. Give me, give me, you know, give me give me five four stars a class, and maybe two of them are busts, but three of them are NFL players. Okay, cool. Yeah, do that do that every year and you'll have a pretty successful program yeah, the, the thing is is this class i feel like it was a big foundational class of virginia yes. kids in general and really just like setting the bar on like we're gonna stay in state whatever and next next class like 24 class that's a if we don't really start to press other schools in virginia next year i think there's gonna be a problem but yeah we just uh, want to press we yes. just want to be in the mix and there, and we've been, we've had a lot of these guys on campus now. Um, so it's set up. I mean, if you look at the 24 seven composite for 2024, uh, Fletcher Westpaw has been in the building multiple times. Asad Brown has been in the building multiple times. Chance Wiggins multiple times. Those are all top six guys. Um, yes. Four star players. Makai White has been there. So hold off but like if we don't get any of these kids like you might have to sound the alarms but it it next class is really when we're we need to have that conversation yes definitely uh what you think about desmond ricks uh reclassifying to the 23 class i don't even know who desmond ricks is <laughs> he's like he's he's he was 2024 that's probably why you know is he, he now off the radar Okay. But he was he was like the number two corner in the 24 class. He's reclassifying to the 23 class. He from he from Chesapeake, Virginia. He from 757. But he go to IMG. And um Oh, he yeah, I do know who you're talking about. And that's why I can't find him on the rankings right now. Isn't he committed to Clemson? Yeah. No, he's not committed to nobody. Oh, okay. Um, but he, so he but he's like a they're saying Florida, Florida State got the inside track. But being that he just reclassified, I don't know, man, old St. Nick. <laughs> hey, man. I don't know where Bama's at in his recruitment, but reclassified. They're hot. <laughs> they hot. He's he's uh he's way above our pay grade. There's not I don't think there's a chance we get him, but I now that you say it, I do remember seeing him on Twitter. He's a He's a composite five star, so I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to Bama, Georgia, uh, Texas A&M, et cetera, over there. Man, I don't, I I don't know. Florida, I thought Florida is a track. You just say everybody but Florida. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think. I don't think Florida. To you don't honest. think Nate got the juice? Nah. Mm-mm. Nah. Not when you reclassify her like that. Like it's just. I don't know, man. Florida's not on that same wavelength right now. Maybe in a couple years, but they just got a new coach. They're figuring shit out. You know, they I don't know. Got stroke. I don't know. We'll see. That would be a hell of a if I had to, to get him. If I had to, if I had to put my money down, definitely Bama would probably be it. That that IMG the Bama pipeline. It's too strong, strong, man. It's too strong. It's too strong. Well, God bless Desmond Ricks. Like we want to see seven five seven always do great. Um, even if it's not with us, uh. We always want to see seven five seven kids flourishing. We don't oh, get yeah. into that hating that hating shit. Uh, so shout out to Desmond Riggs, man. Put on for the seven five, bro. But that's it for Don V Fridays. Uh, a little short episode this week. We we didn't have we didn't have episode. no shit to talk about a game. No disappointment. No disappointment. No loss. 
no loss, no sadness. Just a nice, yes. happy Saturday watching college football, hanging out. Yeah, oh, just man. hanging out, chilling, man, watching Black Adam and shit. Watching movies. <laughs> watching movies <laughs> and things. Um, I'm, I, I just, I had a thought in my mind. I completely drew a blank. Um, so, yeah. That's all we have. House of the Dragon ending. The uh, season's over with. Great show. I'm hoping a lot of you guys saw it. I've seen a lot of Virginia Tech Twitter talking about it. So uh, it was a great show. I was I was thoroughly impressed. If you had to rate it on a scale from one to ten, based on your ex- expectations when you started versus what we got, what, what would you say? I would give it a solid eight. I think that's. I, 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 think I would give. It, I would give it. A, I would give it a solid eight under the grounds of. I think they told a great story. I think that, and it, and it's hard to sometimes get good directors to get things to come across on TV. I never. I didn't read the book Fire and Blood, so. But I do watch a lot of YouTube. I do watch a lot of people there who break down the differences from the books, you know, to TV, and um. They got they got the story to come across well. I heard one player player. I had I heard one podcaster say, uh, this could have been a better if they used the same actors and actresses and they told the story in reverse, meaning you get the conflict, you know, them set up for the conflict first episode, and then they go back and tell the story through flashbacks. Now Game of Thrones in a flashback show. Um they don't really do it like that, but I thought that was an interesting take. Well, Game of Thrones kind of had that in there with the Three-Eyed Raven stuff. Uh, yeah. But yeah. that was that was about but it. That was, that was about but it. But that was the Three-Eyed Raven stuff, and they did tell something, they give some stuff to flashbacks, but that was more so Brandon Stark learning things that he didn't even know. Um, right. Yeah, he was like, shit, I thought Pops won that fight. What the fuck? Like, (laughs) what you mean? Like, you know, so it was kind of like he was he he was he he was watching the flashbacks like us. Right. We were all in the room. (laughs) We was all watching the flashbacks together. Like, um, but uh, yeah, they don't really tell, they don't really give flashbacks uh that, that's not that, that seems to not be the way they do things but that was interesting like okay <clears throat> they're all beefing and then they tell it backwards but but I, I thought I it was good it. I I thought uh I thought it was I thought it was great I think the only thing they could have done better is is maybe uh maybe the season could have been like 12 or, or 13 episodes I think it could have been a little longer just because some of the time jumps kind of skipped over some stuff uh, I I would have liked a little bit more context into like like I feel like uh, um, the strong boys their 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 bastard father I kind of feel like he came out of nowhere kind of there was really no uh, really no explanation on where that kind of started uh, so I don't know just small things like that but overall I'd probably say it's an eight point five for me great show uh, I just like how you can't really you can't really hate anybody and you can't really love anybody. Like every character has their clear their clear cut like flaws, and they have the things that they do well, and so it's very, uh, it's a very hard show to judge. Uh, you can't just say that this person's the hero and this person's the villain. So it's it's good in that way. Yeah, that's what people like that gray area stuff. Uh, 
They could have did. They could have showed us Lady Allison's feet. I mean, the dude was jacking off to him. Could have showed <laughs> us what, what what the what the what the rage was about. But overall, man, they did a good job, man. Shout out to George R. R. Martin for not having a life and conjuring that shit up in that in his brain. I don't know how you come up right. with all that shit, but hey, man, keep doing it. Right. That, <laughs> come that's called not having a life at all, like. He needs to write that last book is what he needs to do. George R. R. <laughs> Martin, I, just like you could tell this off how he looked like he was definitely scaring the hoes. You could tell he was scaring the hoes and his, and his youth and his teens when everybody was around trying to smash hoes. He's saying weird shit. Uh, <laughs> he writing books about Targaryens and white walkers and all kinds of weird shit. Scare, scare. George R. R. Martin gives big scaring the hoes energy. So and we love it. Thank you. <laughs> he sacrificed 50 years of getting pussy to entertain us down the road. So That's shout out to him. True love right there. We appreciate that shit. But yeah, man. That's it for Dobby Fridays, man. We want to thank y'all for tapping in with the best. You'll be back. Drift, you got anything to say to the people? I got nothing other than let's go with Hokies. That's it. See you guys next week. (laughs) Next week, y'all. God bless. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.